You are listening to the Binge Worthy Brand Podcast, hosted by me, Erin Sullivan at PopCap Creative. Every week, I'll cover a topic that will help you create a brand that your audience cannot get enough of, that people want to binge. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Binge Worthy Brand Podcast. I am feeling so good this morning. I went for a run. It's only like 10 a.m. I've had coffee and it's Friday. So I'm super excited and I'm just feeling good. You know, it's like one of those days where you get a lot of stuff done, like super early in the morning and you're just like ready to get the rest of the day done because you are going to be super accomplished by the end of it. But today I'm going to talk about market research for your business. And so in the last episode, what do we do? We did finding your niche. And so using this market research will be really helpful when you're finding your niche, like we talked about in the first episode. So I wanted to do do finding your niche first. So you kind of like had a grip of like what your niche was versus your target audience. And now listening to market research, you can do that market research to find your niche and your target audience. So market research should be done at like any point in your business, okay? So this could be when you're starting, definitely do market research, but also if you're going to be launching a new product or service, maybe you want to like switch things up and like start offering different things, definitely start doing some market research before you change anything in your business as well. So if you're going to launch new products, start a new business, even writing a blog, market research is super helpful. So market research is just gathering data on your community, what they need, their pain points, what their goals are, their dreams, their lifestyles, just like everything about your community or your target audience. So conducting research, like I said, is necessary at any point in your business. So you can stay on top of different trends that are happening in your community and how it affects your customers and your business. So for me as a designer, There are always tons of different design trends that are happening and people will start to gravitate towards the trends because obviously that's what's cool right now. And you have to keep up on what is like what's cool right now. But you also have to keep in mind that especially for me, since I'm doing something when I when I work on someone's branding, when I do their logo, I want it to be timeless. Right. I don't want them to have to rebrand in like six months unless they really want to, which I wouldn't recommend. But I want to know what kind of trends are out there just so I can stay on top of it and tell my clients that like these are trends while it's cool now, maybe we can incorporate it in some way into your brand, but we definitely want to stick to more of a timeless look unless, you know, you know, what's popular right now is like all those like little stars and like little icons in, um, in brands. And those are, those are great. I like them. I think they're cool. Maybe you have a, I can't even think of something that would use them, um, a magic shop. Like, I don't know, but maybe something, you know what I mean? Something along the lines that would like actually use those little like star icons in their brand versus like a, um, a bookstore. They probably wouldn't have little stars in their brand unless their name was like star bookshop. You know what I mean? There's ways that you can incorporate these fun, like little trends into your business, but you definitely want to stick to a more timeless look just specifically to my business. And that's why conducting research is important so you can stay on top of it. 
conducting research is actually really fun for me as a marketing major, basically. I say basically because my major was a little confusing, but it was a, it was a lot of marketing research and it was like in all the classes, I had whole courses on it. So I really enjoy all the numbers and all the research, not so much like the math portion of it. Like I'm not an accounting major, but I do enjoy doing all of the research. And so that's why this episode is like fun for me. Cause I like, I do marketing research like once a week, just because I think it's interesting and it helps your business a ton. So one way you can start with, um, this isn't really marketing research as much as, as it is like helpful just to your business, but it's called a SWOT analysis and it is, so it's S W O T analysis and it stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And this is strictly for your business. So you could start with strengths like, um, if you're an online clothing boutique, which is probably something that I'll just use as an example for like all this podcast, because it's always the first thing that pops into my head because I like shopping. So if you're a clothing boutique, one of your strengths could be like super fast shipping, customer service. Um, the photography on your website is like super accurate so people can see how it fits different bodies. Maybe one of your weaknesses is social media so you're like not great at posting new things on Instagram every day or Facebook whichever ones you're choosing to use your opportunities could be um collaborating with like if say you're like designing t-shirts maybe an opportunity you have is to collaborate with some designers who have like a bigger following and so that's a good way to gain your own following and then maybe some of your threats would be either direct competitors um if you're selling like funkier clothes like urban outfitters urban outfitters is definitely a threat to you since they are a huge company and maybe you guys sell the same lines and since you're a small business you have to mark yours up a little higher than theirs so i just like to start with a swot analysis because you know it changes over time and it's helpful when you're in the beginning stages of your business as well and it kind of and you can see like what you need to research some more. So if you have, um, like I said, if you if your weakness is customer service, like you're terrible at emailing people back or like you never answer comments in, on Instagram or something like that, that's a really good way to figure out what you need to research. Like start looking up some more customer service tactics. Like is, some, is that something you can outsource? Stuff like that. So that's why I like to start with a SWOT analysis. But to do the actual research, one one thing that I use more than any other analytics, which I'm not sure if it's the best. There are other ways to do this, but I use Instagram analytics like all the time. So if you go into, actually, I'm just going to pull it up myself. So if you go into your Instagram and you go into insights and it'll pull up content, activity, and audience. One thing I actually learned this not too long ago, and it's helped a lot on your content part if you go down just like two section it says feed post you click on see all and then at the very top it says showing all posted in one year sorted by engagement and that may be different to what yours says but if you click on that you can change which is super helpful you can go in and change like what you're looking at so like right now mine is on filter by all all posts for engagement for one year And I don't think I've had my Instagram for one year. So I just changed it to like three or six months because that's when I feel like I want to focus on the most is just like the most recent. And then you can switch from like 
photos, videos, carousel posts, shopping posts if you're an online boutique. I have all on mine since I just have, I don't have any shopping posts, so I just click, I just click all because it's easiest. But you can sort through how many times someone has clicked like the call button from your Instagram, comments, emails, engagement, follows, get directions, impressions, likes, profile visits, reach, saved, shares, text, website clicks. Like it's insane. So I, for now I have my non-engagement because that's what I've been focusing on since Instagram is changing the algorithm a little bit. Like they always like to do to us. So I want to see what my engagement has been like for the last, let's say 30 days because that's what I'm most interested in. And then you just hit apply and it applies it to like all the posts in the last 30 days. And you can see which actually, what does it do? Oh, it sorts it by highest engagement. It's like the very first one is my highest engagement for the past 30 days. And then you can see which one is, which ones are doing the best. And that'll help you figure out what you should be posting more. So for instance, a lot of mine are like fun little graphics. Since I'm a graphic designer, People like to see all the colors and like the fun ideas I come up with these graphics. And if you're a clothing boutique, it's probably different pieces of clothing that you're authoring, offering. Or if you are a blogger, maybe it's like photos of your face. You know, it changes for everybody, but this is just a really good way that you can figure out what you want to keep focusing on, specifically Instagram. Also in Instagram and Facebook, Pinterest, Google Analytics, you can see what you've been doing and what's the most successful. And so using um, Google Analytics or maybe like if you use Squarespace as a, uh, a website host, that has good analytics too. I don't use Squarespace, so I can't see it personally, but I've used it in the past. So I know that there are some good demographic stuff on there. But you can see what the demographic is that people are reading your stuff, what they're seeing, what they're liking. Um, and that is a really good way to focus on your tar- or to figure out more about your target audience as well. Um, using your Google Analytics or your website analytics is a good way to see what people are, which pages they're viewing on your website. And that will help you, like say, for instance, I launched something like, um, was it March? I don't remember. April maybe. And I went into my analytics and I wanted to see like how many people were actually visiting that page. And it was super helpful to know that there, that was the most viewed page like that week. So I knew people were actually seeing it on my Instagram, what I was posting, seeing like whatever I was posting on social media and following it back to my website, which is super, super useful because that's where everyone is going to pay for the product, right? Kind of like what I said in the niche episode, if you've listened to it, look at what is most successful in your business, like what's selling the most, what people are looking at, brainstorm what your audience wants after reading or buying that the successful thing. So if someone comes to your website and you are a travel blogger and they're reading all about your trip to Miami, something like that. They maybe after that they'll want to see like a city guide to Miami. Maybe after that they'll want like a packing list for Miami. Think of stuff like that and create a funnel of some sort. Start with something broad, like something free that they can get in on, which I'm sure you guys have heard tons about like email funnels. This is a similar process where you start wide. So like they read this like free Miami trip thing that's super successful. They're going to want like another article about Miami. Maybe it's a city guide. Gets a little bit more niche. After that, maybe there is a, I can't think of how you could profit off this currently, a city, like a 
a packing list that they could buy or maybe like you've collaborated with a airline and you're giving away discounted air air flights air flights (laughs) you're giving away discounted flights or you're giving away like drink tickets or something like that. So there's different ways that you can funnel what is successful in your business down into like a smaller product that they could buy. (laughs) I feel like that was a little bit confusing, but we're going to go over funnels in a different episode. So I'm just going to stick with that. (laughs) And later I'll give you a more detailed episode about funnels, but because this one's just about market research, I won't get too into funnels for you. A different way that you can do market research is to ask your audience. This is a great way to get to know your audience and what they actually want out of you. So you can do like super simple, set up like an Instagram question. You know, you can do like the polls and stuff in your stories, or you can pose the question on a post, something like that, and try and get information out of people that way. Keep the questions short and specific. So you're not like, going on and on about something and then you ask a question you want to get the question out immediately so people can answer you quickly and you get their you're not like fighting for their attention since everyone's attention spans are like two seconds long now speaking of short attention spans I got a text message mid-sentence when I was just saying that and instead of just like ignoring it like I just got another one and I want to stop and check it but instead of just like ignoring it because I'm recording I stopped the recording so I could read it, but I'm not going to do that this time. Okay. Carrying on. You can also, another way you can (laughs) keep ringing. I want to answer it. Anyway, you can DM someone that's in your community or someone that you trust, like maybe someone who has a similar target audience to you or does something similar to your business. You can contact an old client, um, a friend who's involved in your business, like My family is heavily involved in my business just because I go to them for advice. My boyfriend is involved. I have a few girlfriends that I run ideas past just because I didn't like, sometimes I don't want my audience to know what I'm doing yet, but I want like an answer from someone who would buy it. So I pull my friends who are somewhat my target audience to see if that's something that they would be interested in. I ask other business owners um, what they think, just other small business owners. And be sure when you ask people these questions, if they, because they'll never inevitably forget just because we're all so busy, be sure to follow up with them, but don't be so annoying about it. (laughs) Don't be, don't email them like two or three times, email them or message them once. And if they say, yes, I'll answer this for you or, oh, let me think about it. Follow up with them one time. And if they don't, if they don't come back to you, just just leave it because you don't want to be that annoying person that's asking for advice over and over and over again. Anyway, <laughs> another way to get some good information and some good research out of your audience is a survey. And I, since I did a lot of market research in college, a really good way to get people to take your survey seriously is if you are going to give them something, which... If you like, it could be something as easy as like a $5 Starbucks gift card. You could give them if they're like in your target audience, maybe you give them something that you do for free, like a discount on clothing. If you're a designer like me, maybe you'll like fix up their Instagram story icons for them, you know, something like that, just so they take the survey more seriously and they'll actually get it to you because you're giving them something free once they get the survey back to you. 
Just a quick tip about surveys, if that's something that you're interested in. Be sure that when you're doing the survey, the questions are, like I said earlier, easy to answer if they're going to be like fill in the blank. Um, and if you were going to do um, like bubble ones or like click all that apply, those are easier for people to comprehend and easier for them to do. Maybe only throw in like one to two fill in the blank ones especially if they're going to be like a long form answer really only if you're going to do a long form answer you really only want to do like one of them because like I said attention spans are so short people are not going to want to answer such a long question which is so bad but it's true if there is like I get (laughs) Starbucks always asks me if I want to do like a survey of what the um what my visit was like and I'll always do them because I always feel like they're going to give me like some bonus stars and they never do and I never learn but in their surveys, they're only like seven to eight questions long and they're all like rank this. Like, how was your drink? 10 being phenomenal, one being horrible. And they're all like that except for like the very last question, which is like, um, can you tell us why you would refer us to a friend or something along the lines of that? I always skip that question because I'm like, in the moment, I want to answer it in like, I want to answer the whole survey in like two minutes, especially because I know it's short. But I really don't want to, I don't want to explain to them why, why, why I will refer them to a friend because I just don't want to. It's a long answer. I just did it for them because they asked me to and I thought I was going to get some bonus points. If I knew I was going to get bonus points, I would have spent a lot more time on that survey. Let me tell you. So another way that I like to do market research is through competitive analysis. And after being in business for like almost a year, I... You kind of know who your competitors are, competitors, are, comp- <laughs> who your competitors are, whether it's a direct competitor or if it's just like strictly online. But you kind of get the feeling of who they are and like who is similar to you, what their target audience is, and like if they're selling similar things. So find three to five similar businesses to yours with similar audiences, which is super important. And I always like to do this not to copy anybody. Like I really don't want to copy what people are doing because that is not cool but just look at what they're doing and what they're focusing on and see if it's similar to what you're doing maybe they are focusing on like if you're service-based like me maybe they're selling courses maybe they started selling products then start doing the research on courses and products and see if it's worth your time to invest into that and start doing stuff like that look at their website their social media what they're selling on there And when you're conducting these research, ask yourself what's happening around you. Like, what are your competitors up to? Like I said, competitive analysis. Why is it happening? Like, what are they, what strategies are they implementing in their business? And what can you do about it? What areas can you improve on? Similar to like a SWOT analysis. So like I said, three to five businesses, if you're just starting out, um, find businesses that are similar to what you do with like a lower audience. Don't go for people who have been in business for like years. Start out with people who have like 500 followers or less. And I'm just talking about like on Instagram. That's just the best way to conduct the research just because you can see everything they're doing on there. And I think a lot of people strictly do business through their Instagram. So that's why I'm talking about um, followers here. But you don't want to shoot for people who have who've been in business for like a year over you really look at people who have been in business for about sorry I have the hiccups 
um, really look at people who have been in business for six months or less and see what they've been doing and if, if it's been successful are people responding to it well and start to think about ways that you can implement some of their strategies into your business like like I said don't copy them but if they're doing a course think about how what kind of course you could start to offer and a lot of people are actually pretty um I don't know how to say it free with advice giving like if you message them maybe you guys aren't doing the same thing but if you message someone that has a similar target audience to you be straight up with them and say hey I started two months ago I'm really interested in starting a course can you tell me how you did this course it looks really good I'd love to help promote it something like that something that you guys can collaborate on but like you can still get some information from them on what has been successful in their business what they've liked what they don't like and that's a really good way to help I've had several people message me questions about how like what to do with their branding and I get it like you don't not a lot of people when they're starting out have the money to do like a full branding package but I still want to help them with what they're doing and so I offer information freely just because I want to help everybody right and that's mostly how I've seen a lot of female entrepreneurs act they really just want to help everybody as much as they can without you know giving away their secret sauce or like something that people pay for but they really they they're eager to help more than anything okay this has been the longest episode I've had so far and it doesn't surprise me because like I said I love research for whatever reason which has been helpful to my business so that's cool anyway if you guys have any questions about research or any questions about like where you can find the stuff I was talking about on Instagram or your website analytics, Google analytics, anything like that, you can ask me. I'm not like a pro at Google analytics, but I do know where to find them and how to get them on your website. But I am a pro at Instagram analytics. So ask me any questions you want, surveys, SWOT analysis, DM me at PopCap Creative. You can email me hello.popcap at gmail.com and I will gladly answer. Um, Yeah, that's all I have for now. And... (laughs) I'm going to say this every episode, but I think it's so cheesy. Have a binge-worthy day. Thank you so much for listening to the Binge Worthy Brand Podcast. Please do me the favor of rating and subscribing so I can get in front of more eyes of boss babes like yourself. And follow me on Instagram at PopCap Creative. And if you are looking for a group of people who are similar to you, we are getting started over on the Bingeworthy Brand Facebook group. And you can find all the links to my Instagram, the Facebook group, in the show notes here. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.